The following shear has been presented by Rav Moshe Zev Granik, member of the Beis Havad Dayanus Koilel, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. For more information about the center or for halachic services and resources, please call 1-888-485-VAD or visit thehalachacenter.org. Psukim in the end of Parsha Shaftim talk about the Parsha of the Egla Rufa. Pasuk says when they find somebody who is killed, they don't know who the Ritzach was. So the halacha is the city closest to the dead body has to bring an Egla Rufa. And the whole ceremony that the Pasuk describes, they bring it down to the Nachal Eison. And uh, they do the Arifa that it says in the Psukim. Gemara says in Bavakam that Pebeis and Beis, Asara Dvarim Nemru Yerushalayim. Says there's ten specific halachas that we find by Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is different than other cities. The Gemara says one of the ten things. The Gemara says Ve'ena Mevi Egla Rufa. Yerushalayim does not bring an Egla Rufa. There's no halacha that if they find this, the closest city to the dead body is Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim doesn't bring Egla Rufa. Why not? Pasuk says, "Ki motichol ba'adom asher Hashem lekech noisim l'chol rishta." Says that you found the dead body in this place that Hashem gave you l'rishta as an inheritance. The Yerushalayim l'nischal kol shvatim. The Gemara says that all the Yisrael was divided among all the shvatim. You chave got a chelik in Eretz Yisrael, but Yerushalayim, the Gemara says l'nischal kol shvatim. Yerushalayim is the area where the Beis Hamikdash was built, and in fact, the entire city of Yerushalayim. That didn't go to any specific Shevet. So since it wasn't wasn't divided, so there's no din the Rishta, there's no din Yerusha on Yerushalayim, so you can't be Mikhaim the Pasuk the Rishta, so Yerushalayim doesn't bring Egla Rufa. Another thing the Gemara says about Yerushalayim, the Ainanasis Iranidachas. Yerushalayim cannot become an Iranidachas. In the previous parish in Parish Israel, the Torah talks about the halach of Irni Dachas, if the, all the people of the city are Eved of So the halach is, besides the fact that they all get killed because they're Eved of so the entire city has to be burned and destroyed, all the inhabitants and all the property of the city. That's a special halach called Irni Dachas. And Yushalayim can't become Irni Dachas. Why not? So the, so the Gemara says, the Recho, it says in the Pasuk over there that you heard, one of your cities. And again, Yushalayim, since Yushalayim wasn't divided among the Shotim, it's not considered your cities, because it's not specifically, doesn't specifically belong to anybody. So there's no din Allah, there's no din of Yerni Dachas by Yushalayim. The Rambam in Hukhsavay Dezora, Perikdal Allah brings down this halacha, Yushalayim can't become a Yerni Dachas. And he says the reason, And the Ram says another halacha. The Ram says not only is this halacha true that Yushalayim can't become a Yer Nidachas, the Ramam says, The Ori Miklot can't become a Yer Nidachas either. For the same Pasuk, same Pasuk says Orecho. And so therefore Ori Miklot can't become a Yer Nidachas. Ori Miklot we know are the six cities that were set aside for somebody who kills Bashagig that he runs to these cities and he's safe and the girl Adam can't kill him. Other than the the Reitzchim who lived in these cities, the cities were inhabited by the Levim. 
but the cities weren't divided among all the Shvatim. They were given to the Levine, they have a special halach of the Arni Miklot. So therefore, the Rambam says they're not called Arecha either, and since they're not called Arecha, so just like Yerushalayim is letting his chalk l'shvatim, he can't become Eir Nidachas, so too Ari Miklot cannot become Eir Nidachas. What about Legabe, the halach of Egla Rufa? So in the halach of Egla Rufa, the Rambam brings Hilchus Reitzeach Perek Tesalach Adalid, that Yerushalayim can't become, can't bring Egla Rufa, again, because of this reason, letting his chalk l'shvatim, l'shvatim. But over there, the Ram doesn't say anything about the Ari Miklot. All the Rambam brings down is the Allah of Yushalayim. So from the fact that the Rambam doesn't say anything about that Ari Miklot are Nismayit from the Pasha of Egla Rufa, it seems that the Rambam holds that Ari Miklot could be Chayiv to bring Egla Rufa. If there's no reason to say not, so the Rambam, uh, the Rambam because of his, because of his Slimus Lashayni, because he doesn't say anything, it would seem that the Rambam holds that Ari Miklot will be Chayiv to bring Egla Rufa, in such a scenario, if they're the closest city to the dead body. Question is, what's the difference between the halach of Egla Rufa and the halacha of, of, uh, But the Gemara says the reason for Egla Rufa that, that Yushlaim can't bring, and the reason for Ernidachas, then is Yushlaim is a smite, it's the same reason Yushlaim is Chalkle if the Rambam holds that, that the Ari Miklat have the same chasar and have the same problem that they're not Nishalkul Shvatim, so then just like they, 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 they can't become any Dachas, they shouldn't bring Egla Rufa either. And if they could bring Egla Rufa, that means that they are Nishalkul Shvatim and there's no problem this that they're given to Levian, then why can't they become any Dachas? So, Lagabe the Etzim Halacha of whether, in, whether Ari Miklat bring Egla Rufa or not, we find the source for this halacha. The makar is Yerushalmi and Saito, Parakhtes halacha Yud. At the end of the halacha, the, the, the Yerushalmi says, Yerushalmi has the kasha, Ari Miklot Mahain. The Yerushalmi says, what's the halacha of Ari Miklot? Now the halachas over there, the last parak of Saito, are the halachas of the Mishnahis over there, talk about Egla Rufa. So the Yerushalmi's question is obviously referring to the halacha of Egla Rufa, and the Yerushalmi's asking, is there din Egla Rufa by Ari Miklot or not? So the Yerushalmi says that whether, uh, whether Ari Miklot are chayiv to bring Egla Rufa or not, depends on a machlikis, machlikis tanoim. Yushalmi says, in Tamar, the Machloik is Nitnu, if the halacha is that the Ari Miklut were given, the Machloikis, as we'll see soon what that means, then they bring Egla Rufa. However, there's another opinion that says that the Ari Miklut were given the base Dira, not the Machloikis, the base Dira, base Dira means to live in, then ain't Mavis Egla Rufa. Then they can't bring Egla Rufa. What is this Shiloh, whether the Ari Miklot are, are Nitnu, Lamachloikis, or Lavezdira? What, ex- what on earth does that mean? The Yushalmi is very sosun, the Yushalmi doesn't explain. So what the Yushalmi's Kavan is, the Yushalmi is referring to a different Yushalmi, which is based off of a Mishnah in Maiser Shani. The Mishnah says in Maiser Shani, Perakei Mishnah Yadalit. The Mishnahis over there are talking about the Halacha, the Torah says there's a special mitzvah called Videi Maiser. That once every three years, the, the fourth year and the seventh year of the Shemitah cycle, the Torah says that you have to give away all the Trumas and that you're Mechoyev to give. You may not have given it by then, you have to get it all, all out, get it all done. After that, there's a special mitzvah called Vidoy Maiser. The Torah says in Parashas Kisavai that you go to the Beis Amigdosh, you say, I gave away everything, and 
I did everything I did everything I was supposed to do. So the Mishnah says that Rameir says that Kehanim and Levim cannot say Videh Maiser. Why can't Kehanim and Levim say Videh Maiser? Because the Pasik over there in the Psukim of Videh Maiser, you say, You have to mention in the, in the Videh Maiser, part of the Videh he's mentioning is acknowledging that Hashem gave us, gave you the land of Eretz Yisrael. And since Kehanim and Levim, did not receive a portion. They didn't get a chelik Yitzra. was divided among the twelve shvatim, but was not divided. Was a piece was not given to Shevet Levi. The Yerushalmi says, "Rameir Kehanim and Levim cannot say vidi ma'isa." Loim not nuchelik baritz. Rabbi Yosi Oimer. Rabbi Yosi argues in Rameir. Rabbi Yosi says, "Yesh lahem arig migrosh." Rabbi Yosi says, "What are you talking about? They could say vidi ma'isa. Why could they say vidi ma'isa? Because where do the Levim live? The true, they don't have a specific area in Eretz Yisrael that was given to them, but the Pesukim say." In, in Sefer Yeshua, that there were 42 cities that were given to Levim. Besides for the six cities of Ari Miklot, there were 42 other cities that were given to Levim. And different families of Levim, each one settled in a different city. So the question over here is, what is the halachic status of these cities? Who's considered the Bailam, the owner of these cities? The Levim obviously live in all these cities. But Rameir says, even though the Levim live in the cities, but the Gemara says that it's only considered a base dira, that the Torah gave them the right to live there, the base dira. They live there. But they don't have a Kenyan, they don't have a Bailos, an ownership on the actual land of those cities. Therefore, Rameir says, they can't say Vidimaisa, they can't say Adamash and However, Rabbi Yaisi disagrees. Rabbi Yaisi says they do own the cities. They, the fact that it was given to them was given to them as a clear Kenyan. And now it belongs to them. And now they have a Chelkin Eretzro just like any of the other Shvatim. And the halacha is that therefore they could say Videh Maise. And so the Yushalmi over there clearly says that these are the two Tzadim between Rameir and Rabbi Yaisi if Lamachleikis Nitna the truth is that in the Girsoy of Yushalmi is not clear, but the way that we explained it over here is the way that the Gvura Sari in Makastafi Gimel Amin Alf explains it. And this is the way that we're going to, uh, we're going to go. Definitely these are the two Tzadim, whether the Levim own the cities that they live in, or they, or they just give it to Levim the Beisdira. So now when we go back to the Yushalmi insight, the Yushalmi insight says, is there a halacha of of Egla Rufa by Ari Mikla to Ari Mikla bring Egla Rufa or not. So the Yushalmi says, well that depends whether the Levim actually are considered the Bailam on their cities. Because the Pasuk that we said before said the reason why you can't bring Egla Rufa from Yushalayim because it says the Rishta, it wasn't, Yushalayim wasn't given the Yerusha because Yushalayim wasn't divided among the Shvatim. So the Ari Levim weren't divided among the Shvatim, they were given specifically to the Levim. So if you say, the that they were given a Chalik of an Eretz Yisrael and this Mamish belongs to them like Rabbi Yaisi holds, so then the Yushalmi says, then they own the land just like, uh, just like other Shvatim own their land. So therefore they do bring Egla Rufa. If I hold like a mayor that it's only given to them, then the Halacha is, that, that, that they will not be chayv and egla rufa. So Yushalmi is saying clearly that there's a machloikis tanoim, machloikis remer and abyeisi, whether there will be a chiv to bring egla rufa from Ari Miklun or not. Now regarding the machloikis and the Mishnah Ma'is Hashem, can Kayhanim and Levim say vidi Ma'iser or not? How does the Rambam paskin? So the Rambam Hilchus Ma'is Hashem in Peregidah Falach Yitzayin says clearly like abyeisi, that Kohanim and Levim could say Vidi Maiser. That means the Rambam Paskins that 
like Rabbi Yaisi, that the Levim own their cities. They are considered the Bailim in their cities. Since they're considered the Bailim in their cities, therefore that's the side of the Gemara. The Gemara says they consider considered a Bailim. And they do bring Egdarufa. So this, that the Ramman doesn't say any specific halacha about the cities of the Levim, whether they bring Egdarufa or not. And we medayik from the fact that the Ram doesn't say anything, so it sounds like it's like every other city and they could bring a garufa. That's because the Rambam Paskins, like Rabbi Yaisi, and according to Rabbi Yaisi, the Yushami says clearly, since they own their land, so they're for the Chayv to bring a garufa just like everybody else. So that's, we, that's understandable, that's how we understand the source for the Rambam Shito, the Gabi Egla Rufa, that Ori Miklot will not be Chayv, will be Chayv to bring a garufa. But the question remains, What's the Rambam saying by Iranidahas? If that's the case, that we, the Gemara says that the, the Ari Miklot are chayv to bring Eglarufa because it's considered, it's considered their city. So then why would the Rambam say when it comes to Iranidahas that it's not considered, it's not a Recha, it's like Yushlaim wasn't the Schalkel Shvatim? What are you talking about? The Rambam Haskins that Ari Levim belong to Levim. If they belong to Levim, it's like every other city. It should be able to come Iranidahas just like every other city. So what's Pshat the Rambam? So perhaps we could suggest the Mahalach to explain the Ramam Shita that there's a difference between Yeranidachs and Eglaruf. Now, the Gemara says the reason why Yerushalayim can't become an Yeranidachs and Yerushalayim doesn't have Eglarufa. So the Gemara says, because of a klal that, that we know, that the Gemara says in a number of places, besides in this Gemara and Kama, Yerushalayim was not divided among the Shvatim. Now we know the rest of Eretz Yisrael was divided among the Shvatim. What is the halachic ramification of the fact that Yushalayim or any part of Eretz Yisrael is divided among the Shvatim? What difference does it make if this piece of land belongs to a Shevet or it does not belong to a Shevet? So it would seem that there are two components. There's two parts to the halacha of Chalukas Eretz Yisrael to the Shvatim. The first part that we say that each shevet has a schus to live in part of Eretz Yisrael. Every shevet has a schus before Chalukas Aretz. Every shevet has an equal schus to Eretz Yisrael. And when they split the land among all the shvatim, so we say this particular shevet, shevet Ruvin, got the specific area of Eretz Yisrael. So that means that they have a specific schus. They have a schus. They can live in this area. But there's a second part, a second Chiddush that Chalukah Sa'aretz performs for each Shevet. When I have a land that was given specifically to this Shevet, this land was given to Shevet Ruvain, that means that Shevet Shimon or any other Shevet, a person from another Shevet has no schos to come, to come live there. If you have a city like Yerushalayim, so the Gemara says anyone can come and live there. Anyone has a schus to move in and say, I'm living here. But if an area that was Neschakul Shvatim, you have a mock, a specific area for Shevet Yehuda, so somebody from Shevet Zavulun wants to come live there, we say, you have no right to live here, you leave. We find even in the Midbar, that the uh, the Midbar was divided, there were areas given to each Shevet, and we find that the Megadif and Pashas Emmer wanted to live in, he wanted to put his tent in a specific area in this Shevet, and they said, no, you're not from our Shevet, you have no schos, you have no schos to stay here. So someone who does not belong from the Shevet, has no schos to go to a different, no schos to come into the Shevet. So there are two 
aspects to the Chalukah Sa'aretz Shvatim. One halacha is that this Shevet has a schus to live here, and there's another halacha that because this Shevet has a schus, no other Shevet has a schus to come, no other person from a different Shevet has a schus to come live there. Yerushalayim is missing both aspects. Yerushalayim, there is no one specific Shevet that has a schus to live in Yerushalayim because Yerushalayim is Chalukah And on the other hand, it's not empty. It's not, it's not that no, no Shevet has a schus to live there, so therefore nobody's allowed to live there. No. Because no single shevet has a schus to live there, therefore everyone has a schus that theoretically they could come and live in Yerushalayim. So we could suggest, the halacha that Yerushalayim cannot become an irnidachas. The Gemara says, Yerushalayim Why is it that Yerushalayim, because Yerushalayim is chalak and therefore can't become an irnidachas? What is the svara? Obviously, the Gemara brings a pasuk, but the svara behind this meat and the pasuk, the pasuk says arecha, and it's not your city. We could explain the svara like this: What happens by yir nidachas? By yir nidachas, we take the city, we take all the people in the city and kill them, and then we take the city and we destroy the city. And the halacha is you're not loisibana, you're not allowed to rebuild the city. So somebody who's not living in the city can come and say. Why are you destroying my city? I have a schus to live here. If I have a schus to live here, so how could you come destroy my city? You have no right to, 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 to destroy my city. Now that's if that person has a schus, who's not living in the city, and has a schus to come and say that he wants to live in the city. So in a regular city that was divided among the Shvatim, so this city, everyone who lives in the city has a schus to live in the city, and no one else could come, no one else in Red Israel could come and say, well, I want to live in the city, how could you destroy it? So therefore the halacha is that an irnidachas gets destroyed. But in Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim is chakul shvatim. so how would Yerushalayim become an irnidachas if it so happened that all the people who are living there on this particular day were over the Vedizara, and therefore now the city becomes irnidachas and will need to be destroyed. But why should that be the determining factor of whether the city becomes irnidachas? I have a right to live there. Any person can come and say I have a right to live there. So how could you come and destroy my city? How could you turn the city into irnidachas? So... When it comes to the halacha of Yushalayim, of, of Yushalayim not becoming Yer Nidachas, it's not based on the schus of those who are there already. It's based on the schus of the people who are not there, that they have a schus to come live there. Now what about the halacha Lagabi Egla Rufa? Lagabi Egla Rufa would seem the opposite. The halacha is that the Torah says that if there's a, somebody who died, somebody who was killed, and the closest city has, to, has a chiv to bring Egla Rufa. So why doesn't Yerushalayim bring an Egla Rufa? So we'll say that the the obligation to bring the Egla Rufa is how on the people on the closest city. So we'll say why should the people on the close the, the people who live in the closest city have a chiv? Why 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 should we mechuyiv more than everybody else? Because we happen to be in the city, but we don't have a schus to live in the city. If it is a city that was nischal so we have a schus to live in the city. But if we are in Yushalayim, Yushalayim, we happen to live here. We happen to live here because we came here, but we don't have a specific schus. We have a schus that was nischal to, to our shevitz. We have a schus to live here. So our schus to live here is a shvach schus. If it's not a complete schus, it's not a very strong schus to 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 live in the city. So how could you obligate us to bring a egla rufa? And that is the svara behind why Yushalayim won't bring an Egla Rufa because it's not in Shvat. 
So the, the, the difference between the Chiv of Egla Arufa and the Chiv of Yer Nidachas is that the, the tour, the reason why Yerushalayim is not Chayv in Yer Nidachas is because of the other people's schools to come live in the city. The reason why Egla Arufa is not Chayv, the Yerushalayim is not Chayv Egla Arufa is because the schools of the people who are in the city is not such a great schools. Now what about Ari Miklut? Who has a schools to live in Ari Miklut and Ari Alevim? So the halacha is, we see the Raman Paskins clearly, that Levim have a schus to live there, and that's a schus that they get. It's considered like a chalukas aretz, and it's considered the Raman Paskins, the machlekes nitno, and this city is considered their city. So they have a klar schus, they have a very strong schus to live in their city. But their schus to live in their city does not prevent other people from coming and living in the city, because we know the halacha is by Ari Miklut, anybody who kills Bishayek runs to the Ari Miklut, they can't kick him out. The Levim can't say that this is our city, you can't live here. So there's a theoretical schos that every single person in Klai Yisrael has that they could come live in this Ari Miklut. So when we're taught, when we're discussing the halacha of Eglar Rufa, so we say, what's the reason why Yishlein doesn't bring Eglar Rufa? Because the people who are living there don't have a very strong schos to live there. That halacha doesn't apply by by Ari Miklut because the schos of Levim to live in the Ari Miklut is a very strong schos. This schos is given in the like the Rambam Paskins. But when we want to talk about the chiv of the din that Yishlein can't become Ari Nidachas, and we want to know whether it's possible for Ari Miklut to become Ari Nidachas or not, we say the reason why Yishlein can't become Ari Nidachas is because of the schos of other people. People, that they have a right to say, I want to come and live there. That schus that other people can say, we want to come live there, that applies equally to Yushalayim and to Ari Miklot as well. Even though the Levim have a schus to live in Ari Miklot, but other people have a schus to come as well. So that halacha that Yushalayim can't become Ir Nidachas also applies to the Ari Miklot as well, that other people have a schus to live there, so how could you go destroy my city? So the fact that it's the machlekes, the fact that Levim have a schus to live there does, does not create a chesorin, does not cre- give me the schus that become a year nidachas, and therefore in this regard, the Gabi, this halacha, or a miklot and Yushalayim are the same, and just like the, 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 the halacha is Yushalayim can't become a year nidachas, the Rambam Paskins that or a miklot cannot become a year nidachas as well. Now it's interesting, that the Gemara in Bavakama says, what's the Makar that Yushalayim can't become Ir Nidachas? So the Gemara says, it says, Yushalayim, it says, the Chsiv Arecha, the Pasik says, Ki Sishma Ba'achas Arecha, so though since the Pasik uses the word Arecha, your cities, Yushalayim, since it wasn't divided among the Shvatim, it's not considered your city. If you look in Rashi, on this Pasik, on that Pasik in Devarim, in Parashas Re'i, Paraki Gimel, Pasik Gimel, Pasik says, Ki Sishma, one of the cities that Hashem gave you to live there. Rashi says on the words this excludes Yerushalayim Yerushalayim is not given to Dira because people don't it's not given to people to live. Rashi is coming from a Safri. The Safri makes this drush on this Pasuk that Yerushalayim cannot become an Dachas. We darshan from the word Lashevis. So the kasha is, what's going on? The Gemara says that the reason why Yushalayim came come here nidachas, we learned it out from the Pasuk Arecha. The word Arecha at the beginning of the Pasuk. And the Yusufri and Rashi say that the reason why Yushalayim came come here nidachas is because we learned out of the Pasuk Lashavis at the end of the Pasuk. So what's going on? Which, which word is it? Is it the word Arecha that's telling me that he came come here nidachas? Or is it the word Lashavis? So the truth is, 
that the, you see the Gemara in Bava Kama. The Gemara in Bava Kama says that we dash in the word Arecha, that Yerushalayim came to come here in Nidachas. But the fact that it says Arecha is not an automatic meat. The Gemara says, because Yerushalayim learns Ha'akul it's not so simple that Yerushalayim was learning Nishchak L'Shvatim. There are Shittas who hold that Yerushalayim was Nishchak L'Shvatim. The Gemara Megil Dav Chavav and the Gemara itself in Bava Kam over there. There are Shittas, there are other Tanoim who disagree and say that Yerushalayim was Nishchak L'Shvatim who was given to Shevet Yehuda, Shevet Binyamin. Part, part of the base of the was given to Yehuda, part was given to Binyamin. And according to the Mandarim that Yerushalayim is Chakul Shvatim, it would seem that we have, we can't dash in the Paschal Recha, we can't learn from the Paschal Recha that the Halacha is that you can't, Yerushalayim can't become Ir Nidachas. So it seems from the Gemara that if you hold like the other Mandarim that Yerushalayim is Chakul Shvatim, then Yerushalayim could become Ir Nidachas. So the truth is that the Nitziv and his Pirish on the Safri on this Pasik, Says that Enichanami, this that the Sefri needs the Pasig Lashevis to teach us that Yushalayim doesn't become Yerni Dachas, the Sefri is going according to the Mandomer that Yushalayim is the Schalak Lashvotim. And then it comes out that everyone agrees that Yushalayim can't become Yerni Dachas, and the Machlegis is just, what's the reason? What's the Makar? Do we learn that from the Pasig Arecho, like the Gemara says in Mavakamar? Do we learn from the Pasig Lashevis, like the Sefri says? According to the Mandarim, Yishlaim lays the Hakol Shvatim. We can learn that from Arecha. According to the Mandarim, Rosh Yishlaim was divided to the Shvatim. So then we have to learn that from the Pasuk Lashavas. So that's how the Nitziv learns. The only problem is that the Gemara doesn't seem to say that. The Gemara says that you, that the Gemara says Asar Dvarim Yishlaim that there's ten halachas that. Apply to Yerushalayim. One of the halachas is Yerushalayim doesn't come here any dachas. And the Gemara says, how do you know that? Because it says Arecha. Why did the Gemara bring the Pasuk Arecha? Why did the Gemara bring the Pasuk Lashevis? And then the Gemara wouldn't have to say that it's going according to the Manda Amr Yerushalayim, loying Ishaq Lashvatim. Say the Gemara is going, the Marabais is going, even according to the Manda Amr, hold Yerushalayim, Ishaq Lashvatim, learn that from the Pasuk Lashevis. So it's a little bit uh, difficult to, 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 to say this pshat. But it, the truth is that this Brisa does have to hold Yishlaim and Ischak L'Shvatim because the next part of the Brisa says Yishlaim doesn't become Egla Rufa. And over there, the, 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 the Gemara says it's only because Yishlaim and Ischak L'Shvatim and it says the Rishta. So the Gemara is saying the truth. The Gemara is saying that the Tana of our Mishnah holds the reason why Yishlaim is not, is, is, doesn't become Egla Nidakas is because it's not Ischak L'Shvatim. But still, the Gloshana Gemara seems to imply that there would be some sort of Machloikis. Be, we could suggest, based on this Yisoy that we said that in the Shittas Rambam, that the Rambam says that the Pasuk Arecha doesn't only tell me that Yerushalayim can't become Yernidachas. This Pasuk Gufa is the Makar that teaches me that Ari Miklot also can't become Yernidachas. So if that's the case, could be that's what the, at least the Gemara, the Bavli, was coming to be Miramis. We asked the Kasha, why did the Gemara bring the Pasuk Arecha? Why did the Gemara bring the Pasuk Lashavis? And then it'll be going the Chuli Alma. Could be that the, the, the Gemara was trying to be Miramis, that this halacha is, is true. This halacha that Yushalayim can't become Irnidachas is true even by Arimikah because of the Pasuk Arecha. And for that you have to tell me the Pasuk Arecha. And the Gabi, that halacha, attack will be in Afkemina. It'll only be true according to the Manda Omar. Yushalayim lay nishakalishvatim. If you hold Yushalayim nishakalishvatim, I can't learn from the pasuk Arecha. So then I won't know this halacha that Ari Miklat can't become Ir Nidachas. 
So that's why the, the Gemara specifically wanted to bring this drosh of Arecha to be Miramis, even though the Gemara doesn't say a word about Ari Miklat, but to Miramis, this din, which is true, and that's how we will know, that's how the Raman Taka learned in the Sof and this Gemara, there's a halacha that Ari Miklat also, also can't become Eir Nidachas. Now when the Rambam over there mentions that this halacha, that, that Ari Miklat can't become Eir Nidachas, we said before that there really are two different kinds of cities that the Levium lived in. There were the six cities that were Ari Miklot that the Levium lived in, that were specified in the Torah as Ari Miklot. They were set aside to be specific cities for people who are, who killed B'Shagik to go to. And besides for that, there were 42 Ari Alavim, Ari Migrosh they were, they're, they're referred to. And these 42 Ari Alavim also, it seems like Rabbi Yaisi holds that they're given to the, uh, the Levium, they belong to the Levium. And the Gemara says clearly in Makis that just like the, the six cities are, are, are protect a person who runs, who runs there, that if you kill B'Shegeg, the Goyal Adam can't kill him, the halach is true by the 42 Ari Levim as well. However, when the Rambam said the halacha, that the Ari Miklot can't become Yer Nidachas, the Rambam said Ari Miklot. The Rambam didn't say clearly whether this halacha applies to the other 42 Ari Levim or not. According to the Svar, the way we understand the Shittas Rambam, that the reason why Ari Mikkel can't become Mir Nidach is because other people have a schus to come and live there. So it could be, on the one hand, it could be that other, other Yitzchim have a schus to come live in the Ari Levim as well. So you could understand that other cities, other, other Ari Levim also won't be able to come Mir Nidach. On the other hand, there's a Sugya, the Gemara Makis, the Gemara brings the Machlekes over there, if the people, the Reitzchim, the people who killed B'Shegi, when they go to the Ari Miklot, the Gemara, there's a Machlekes, are they Mechuyiv to pay? Are they Mechuyiv to pay rent to the Levim when they live in this city? And the Gemara over there says that there's a difference between the Ari Miklot and the other Ari Levim. The Ari Miklot, the Torah specified that a Reitzchim is allowed to go live there, so he lives there rent free, he has his chos to live there. The other Ari Levim, true, when he's there, he gets saved, that the Goyal Adam can't hurt him, the Goyal Adam can't kill him, but he doesn't get to live there for free, he has to pay the Levim, because it's Levim cities. So if you go like that, Mandamar, then it could be that the whole, since the whole Yisoyed, the reason why Ari Miklut can't become here and Nidachas is because other people have a schus to live there, that's true, only if they have a schus to come and live there, and they won't be Mechuyiv anything, they go live there for free, but if they can only come live there and they have to pay money, they'll have to pay rent to the Levim, it could be that's not enough of a schus to prevent the other Ari Levim from becoming here and Nidachas. So it could very well be, there's a very strong sword to suggest that even if the Rambam who holds that the Ori Miklut don't become Yer Nidachas. It's very possible that he'll, he'll be Moida, that the Ori Alevim will be able to, be, the, will be able to come Yer Nidachas. The Base Havad on the Parsha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To reach the Center for Halacha Consultations, Service, Educational Seminars, or Media, please call 1-888-485-VAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. Four eight five eight two two three. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Base Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org, or you can email us at office at the halachacenter.org.